You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 137. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I am here to be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the coaching work I do. This is where coaching meets psychology, and psychology meets brain science. And this is where your problem ends. So get comfy and get ready to be coached. Before we begin, I want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is for intelligent people just like you who are ready to stop eating from stress, learn how to make space for more happiness in their life, and you can do this too. If you want to learn more, check out the show notes of this episode. Now let's get started with your coaching session because here's what we're working on and here's what we're going to cover. We're talking today about nighttime eating. We're not talking about middle of the night eating. There will be another episode about that soon. And we're right about to do a bonus call on that in the Freedom Group. But that episode will come. Right now we're talking about nighttime eating and what it actually is and the common reasons why this might be a problem for you. We're going to go through them in detail and how you can start to unravel this nighttime eating habit. So let's dive in and talk about it. Let's talk first about what I mean when I talk about nighttime eating. I'm talking about overeating in the evenings up until bedtime, not about waking up in the middle of the night. That will come. But right now we're talking about evening eating, starting with getting home from your day and then eating and feeling out of control until you go to bed, until the end of the night. And very specifically, we're talking about eating when you're not hungry after your last meal of the day, which for most of us is dinner. So here's the situation. You've already had dinner. You're not physically hungry. Your body doesn't need any more food as fuel, but you feel driven to get something to eat and you eat anyway. And then once you start, you have a hard time stopping until it's time for bed. Does this sound familiar? It's very, very common. So let's look at why you eat like this at the end of a day. Here are the most common reasons. It may be that you're not eating enough during the day. You know the old diet mentality of try to starve yourself all day long and save all those calories that you feel entitled to for dinner but then it's hard to stop, right? Or maybe you're busy and you just ignore your hunger during the day and you put it off and put it off and just keep thinking, yeah, I'll take care of that later. I'll get something later. I just need to do one more thing. Or you could be stressed after a hard or quote, bad day at work, at school, with people, whatever's going on in your life that you consider hard or bad. Remember, we have another podcast about how there's really no such thing as a bad day. It's all you're thinking. And we'll put a link to that in the show notes. 
It could be that you're tired after a really long, busy day, and you just want to relax and zone out in the evening, and this is your habit. This is what you do to relax. It could be that you're thinking you have too much to do, and you're creating this overwhelm, and you don't want to feel that anymore. So food covers that up. Food mutes that feeling. And it could also be that you're bored, that you feel restless, that you don't know what to do with yourself. And so you eat and it becomes a habit. Any or all of these alone or in combination, and then there's other reasons too, can lead to nighttime eating. Eating when your body is not physically hungry, but some other need is left unfulfilled. So let's look at them. Let's look at some of them individually to see what's behind them. So here's the first one. The circumstance, what's happening is you don't eat enough during the day or you're really busy and you ignore your hunger during the day. These are similar situations because they both involve restriction and they also might involve thinking in a deprived way, in a way that creates the feeling of deprivation. When you don't eat enough during the day or when you're so busy that you ignore your hunger, there's a result, right? There's a result for everything that we do. And in this case, your body can't be fooled. Your body needs more fuel than you've given it, and it's going to make sure that you get it one way or another. When you finally get home and you've been doing this, your hunger feels out of control. Well, what happens then? When you're overly hungry, you have less impulse control. So it's easier to eat beyond lightly, comfortably full. And it's easier to ignore those satisfaction signals from your body and to keep eating to make up for that feeling of deprivation or for that restriction that you were practicing all day. When you save the bulk of your food for later, you're going to be overly hungry, and then you will tend to overeat in amounts related to your overhunger. So if you let your hunger go and it's way down in the scale, chances are good that you're going to overeat way up in the scale, an equal amount. So let's evaluate what just happened. Look at the thought and the feeling and what you did in between what happened and your results to identify what needs to change to get a different result. So maybe your thought was, I'm just too busy to eat now or I don't want to eat what's available. I want to save my eating for later when I can really enjoy it. Or you might think, if I eat now, I'm not going to be able to eat later because I'll have given myself all the calories that I'm allowed for the day, if you're still thinking that way. The feeling that you're going to create from that kind of thinking is worn out, deprived, rebellious, deserving. And what are those feelings going to do for you? They're going to let you take this action when you get home. They're going to make you eat whatever you could get your hands on. And you're going to overeat to overcompensate for that feeling of being deprived or rebellious or deserving. The day was rough. I deserve this. So I don't know if that's your situation, but here's another one. Tell me if you identify with this. Here's the circumstance. You tell yourself that you're stressed after a hard or a bad day, or you're tired after a long, busy day. These are similar situations because they both involve ignoring what you really need as it's happening through the day. 
You're putting it off. You're ignoring your personal needs. What's the result? The result is you're not dealing with the stress of the day. You're reacting to it so that by evening, your reserve of willpower and energy are totally gone, totally depleted. And you deal with that stress and exhaustion with extra food because eating mutes the stress on the outside, but in the inside, it's still there and it keeps building. If you're physically tired, you might be telling yourself, oh, I have to eat extra because I need the energy. But it's not extra food you need. If you're tired, you know that. What you need is to stop and rest. So let's evaluate that situation where you're stressed and you feel like you need something. Let's look at the thought and the feeling and what you do in between what happened and your results to identify what needs to change. So your thought might have been something like, this day or this thing is causing me stress. I need food because I need energy to keep going. I've got to keep going. Or you might think, I deserve a reward after the day that I've had. I have to take care of everything and everyone. No one takes care of me. Sound familiar? Those kind of thoughts create stress, right? You feel stressed out. You feel worn out. You feel tired, mentally tired of taking care of everyone and everything. You're feeling like you deserve a break. You deserve a treat. And you feel deprived of time for yourself. You don't want to go to bed after a long day because now's your time, you're telling yourself, to do something for you. So what do you do? You eat food instead of dealing with the stress. You overeat to numb out and relieve the stress, which we know only gives you more stress because now you're carrying extra weight on your body and the stress is still there. You might be overeating to ignore the need for sleep, or maybe you overeat to soothe yourself, to eat because it feels like you're doing something for yourself. It feels like you're treating yourself, but you're not really matching what you're giving yourself with what you need. Now, here's another third common situation. You want to relax or zone out in the evening, or you're telling yourself, I have too much to do, and you're trying to avoid that feeling of overwhelm. Well, what happens when that's your circumstance? The evening is when you take care of you and you want to savor that pleasure of eating. Eating is how you relax, right? Eating is a way to not think about everything that you still have to do. And then you begin to link relaxing to eating. So when you allow yourself to relax, you automatically get something to eat, whether you're hungry or not. And you may do this while also on the computer or watching television. You link together, wanting to relax, entertaining yourself, and adding the entertaining act of eating something that your body doesn't need. You get conditioned to think that eating is the way to relax, and you think you're going to get the most out of your time off by linking food with having no obligations, and then you're going to call that me time. This is my me time, right? Eating allows you to zone out temporarily and not think about being overwhelmed or tired or whatever else you're avoiding. So let's evaluate it. Let's look at the thinking, feeling, and what you do. You might be thinking in this case, hey, I work all day to fulfill my obligations. This is my time. 
Or maybe you think, I have too much to take care of and I don't want to think about it anymore today. Or I'm too tired to keep going and I need a break. And then what do you feel when you feel that? You feel like giving in. You feel helpless, like you have no choice. And what do you do? You keep eating way beyond what you need. Now, here's the last example I want to give you that I hear my Freedom Group members talk about often. What's happening is they're bored. You're bored in the evening. And what's the result? You eat. It's as simple as that. You eat to relieve boredom. You mindlessly eat in the evening until it's bedtime. It's very easy to do. So let's look at what's happening and why you do that. You might be thinking something like, hey, I'm tired. I just want to relax, but watching TV is kind of boring. I want to sit here with my husband or wife or partner, and he or she wants to watch TV, but I'm kind of bored. I'm bored, but I don't know what I want to do. Or I'm bored, but I don't have the energy to do anything else. The feelings that you're creating when you think that way are you're feeling bored, or not challenged or filled up and like you kind of deserve something else, something extra, something easy. And remember, food is easy, right? You're feeling a little deprived, maybe even feeling a little bit lonely, and you may not realize this. So what do you do? You keep eating in the evening. And instead of figuring out what would help you not be bored and what you could do to feel stimulated by, if that's what you need, you simply eat. It's the easiest solution, but it's the wrong solution. And other times, it's as simple as a habit that you've created over time. These may be the original reasons why it started, but then you're just repeating the same things evening after evening. You're in the habit of linking behaviors together, so after dinner, you snack till bedtime. Or for you, it may start as soon as you walk in the door or while you watch TV or while you're on your laptop. So I want you to start looking at your nighttime eating as a habit that you can detach from. How do you start to unravel this nighttime eating, whether it's a long-standing habit or whether it's something you only do when you're stressed or you're tired? Well, first I want you to step back and look at identifying what your triggers are and what your patterns are. See what kind of eater you are and which of these triggers contribute to your evening overeating. What's the cause? What's the trigger? What's that thing that starts the nighttime eating? And work backwards and break it down. What happens? What was I thinking? What feeling did I then get? And then what did I do? I want you to see the connection between your thinking and your end result so that you could choose a new thought and feeling and action to get different results the next time you're in that situation. And when you take this apart and when you look at it, what I really want, the goal is for you to see what's happening and take responsibility, but not with blame because blame doesn't help. It's a useless emotion. I want you to take responsibility because that helps you see what you need to do different. Whereas blame is just going to keep you stuck in seeing what you're doing and feeling bad, like there's no way out of it. I want you to see clearly why it's not in your best interest to keep this habit. One of the most important things you can do is learn to ask yourself these three questions when you're in those situations, when you feel triggered, or if you can't catch it, 
right before it happens, then even after that point, and you've noticed that you've already started overeating or mindlessly eating in the evening, here's what I want you to ask yourself. Number one, okay, what's happening? What is happening right now? Just the facts. Number two, what do I really need? Don't let yourself say, I really need that candy bar. That's not what you really need. I want honesty here. And number three is, what is my plan for meeting that need with the real thing, which is not food? Here's what I want you to do and think about this week. Here is your action step. This work takes awareness and then it takes practice and then it takes patience, but you are capable of all three, awareness, practicing, and having patience with yourself. Start by evaluating one of those recent times that led you to nighttime eating. See if you can identify what happened, what you thought, what you felt, and what you did. The next step is to identify what you need to do differently. The next time this thought, this feeling, the situation comes up and plan for it and get support to make it easier to practice this. This is what we do in the Freedom Group every day in the private online forum and during our weekly coaching calls. I want you to think about how you will get support to make this easier for you. And if you'd like to get support from me, join the waitlist in the show notes for the Freedom Group. Now that's it for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what you're going to think about, you know what you're going to focus on this week, and you know what action step you're going to commit to doing this week. Don't forget, especially if you're a new listener, to grab a free copy of my full-length book. It's downloadable, and it's called Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss. It is available in hard copy on Amazon, but for you as my listener, the downloadable version is totally free for you. And you can find that link in the show notes. I do hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on both your emotional eating and that habitual overeating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do. That's the ultimate goal, right? So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.